Hi friends, welcome to Creating Things Together. This is a podcast with me, James, and her, Christina. Hi. We are people who prioritize creativity and traveling, and we talk about that on this podcast. This podcast has new episodes on YouTube and wherever podcasts are uh, every Monday. Mm-hmm. And These are true statements, James. You're not even lying to the people. I'm being honest because you know what? If you're honest, you get good things in life. Oh, is that, is that like a quote or something? No, uh, yeah, it's a quote from me. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So tweet that out. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about a particular topic that I find to be quite interesting. This is the topic that you could either ruin your life or get like amazing things done. Yes. That's basically the gist. So if you stop listening. High risk tolerance is <laughs> what this entire podcast episode is about. Yeah. So buckle up kids beep 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 come on the magic school bus i found an article by the great seth godin you know who seth godin is right christine yeah you remember okay bald man yellow glasses he looks like diglett from pokemon he does he has a very distinct (laughs) look (laughs) is that offensive remember there was that one baby that looked like seth godin he actually really doesn't look like diglett too terribly much because i don't think diglett had glasses he doesn't no but the fact that it's just a bald shape yeah yeah, he looks like an exclamation. He looks like an eye to me. Like if you took an exclamation point and flipped it upside down, the head and the thing, or like, like the letter I. He looks like the letter I. Okay, with glasses. Cool. <laughs> uh, so I found this article and I just skimmed over it, and it seemed interesting. It may have very little to what to do with what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. but we're gonna hope for the best. Glad to see you prepared for this. Yeah, well, the good thing is his articles are short, and we don't really like to read. Oh my gosh! So before you get into the mm. article, I don't. I've never read a book in my entire life, like a whole book. I mean, maybe Cat in the Hat or something ridiculous like that. But um, I've never actually. You're actually you're out of the shot. Watch the corners. Um, I've never read a book all the way through. I've gotten. I, I did really well in school, but you never read a book all the way through. I never read a book all the way through. <laughs> Thanks, James. Um, I only if I read a book all the way through is because I had to for school. And ironically, there would be parts where I would actually be really interested in the story, but it's just such a mental effort. Even when I had to, I didn't read a book all the way through. Mm. Um, but the trick is, kids take good notes in class and be really active in discussion, so your teacher doesn't suspect that you're a slacker. And don't smoke crack. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we last August we started watching the Harry Potter series, mm. and like you've we're, fallen in love. We're ten years late, but we get the hype. This we, is the only series of movies that she gets uh, so lit, intense, on. and like political and thoughtful about. Yeah, like which we, is funny to me. It's because that's normally me. This is like I wonder th- if this is how people feel all the time when they think. <laughs> <laughs> so we started listening. We were is this on what all the hype is about. Yeah, I'm going to be an intellectual. <laughs> we started. Uh, <laughs> we listened to the book on Audible because I'm not about to read nothing. I don't care how much I love Harry Potter. Our friends were like, you have to read it. Mm. It's so good. And I was like, you guys don't understand who I am. I will fall asleep within the first chapter. Well, for more clarity, we are listening to the book. We were listening to it. On the way back from our most recent trip to St. George, Utah, Mm -hmm. we had a four-hour trip. Yeah, and we listened halfway through the book. And we, I, I would say more like a third 
Mm, probably a third. We, we haven't were, even, we haven't even made it to Hogwarts five. yet. Yeah, we haven't made it to Hogwarts. Okay, so um, we were listening <laughs> to our normal audio assortment of podcasts and music, and we were like, man, this is really boring, and yeah. I just want to go on a journey. Yeah, so we so went to a journey to we, freaking... <laughs> we got our our Audible trial, like, then. Yeah. This is not a sponsor, by the way. We, oh, no, it's we not. Just, this is an but organic Audible, moment. if you want to hit us up, because I don't an like to read. moment with Christina and James. Oh, an organic moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got the trial and then we just decided we're going to listen to the book and it was amazing. It flew by. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was like, oh. Yeah. I, I remember when like they would like hint at like a certain character like Professor McGonagall with like, the, I was like, it's, it's McGonagall. And I think I, I, Cooper, stay out. Cooper's not allowed in while we're recording the podcast. Cooper looks like Dobby. Oh my gosh. Can we just talk about Harry Potter this episode? <laughs> like, I just get so excited. Oh, man. And it's just like, oh, it's Dumbledore. Yeah. It's Dumbledore. Yeah. He's coming. Oh, gosh. It was, it was I really... get the hype. I made fun of my sister, like, so much. She's older than me. And I was like, you're such yeah. a nerd. But I get it. I it texted really... her when I started understanding the Harry Potter thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, look, I apologize for everything that I said in the past. I get the hype. Yeah. Because it's so good. And it was fun to listen to the descriptions of the characters through the through J.K. Rowling's words. Yeah, well, it's a man. No, I mean she wasn't narrating okay. it. Thank God, probably would not be nearly as interesting. It was, a, yeah, it was a man with a lovely English accent. Dudley was a piggy little fellow. He, he killed a, ha, a Hagrid's Hagrid. voice. Like, yeah, he did. Good I don't like. Work. I don't like the voice that he did for Malfoy. I get it. He's supposed to sound pretentious, yeah. but it's like, but. But see, my question is, was that a truer representation of what J.K. Rowling wanted Malfoy to sound like? Because she mentioned in an interview that Hermione is way less nerdy than she's supposed to be represented, than who she was in the books and who she was in her mind, We haven't even met Hermione yet in the book. So anyway, he he did such a fantastic job voicing all the characters, but I think what I love the most about it What's so fun to me is just listening to the the colorful uh, verbiage. Verbiage. I think the English have a very interesting way to phrase things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I there's a lot of humor in the book too. Yeah, I it, it's just I have English a very humor. I have a very English sense of humor. I'm half English, so it makes sense. Um, I speak whole English. Anyway, read your article. <laughs> I'm just like if you're on if you're going on a lot of long trips, Audible is really a whole new world. Or whatever service. I'm just. I'm trying to convince you it's not a sponsor because everybody uses these things as sponsors. Yeah. Use whatever book reading service is available for you. Guys, nobody's sponsoring us right now. Everything is authentic. Just wait until we get to sell out. Who? <laughs> the two risk mistakes by Seth Godin. British accent, please. No. This is the article, right? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to do a British accent. Okay. This is Seth Godin. He's an American hero. <laughs> <He's-> <laughs> risk mistake number one. Risk means failure. There's a dog barking. (laughs) This worldview equates any risk, no matter how slim, with a certainty. If the chances of hurting yourself skydiving are 1%, it's easy to ignore the 99% likelihood that it will go beautifully. If you carry this worldview around, you're not going to take many risks because your fundamental misunderstanding is that whatever is uncertain is bad. That makes sense. Yeah. Un, uncertain is bad. So I guess the the flip flop of that is that if it's uncertain, perhaps there's goodness to be found. Yeah, 
but you don't know that it could be bad it could be bad but it could with, be good with a risky situation comes the possibility of great things word that one could not necessarily come across mm -hmm. without taking risks yeah which is what we've experienced i'm so excited to get into the actual topic so finish reading mm -hmm. this so i can mm -hmm. risk mis <laughs> risk mistake number two low risk events don't happen this is the stock investor who freaks out when the market doesn't go up the way he and everyone else expected it to the reason that some investments offer higher returns is that they're not guaranteed to work implicit is in that high return then is the clear warning that sometimes you won't get what you're hoping for. So, like, basically, literally what I was just saying yeah, in yeah, yeah. a paragraph form. You didn't even know that was coming, did you? Are you a savant? I just, me and Seth have, like, a thing. Sethy boy? I'm not, distinguishing, I'm not distinguishing between optimism and pessimism. The optimist is well aware of risks, but deep down she believes that things are going to get better. The risk-blind individual, though, is willfully or perhaps ignorantly unaware of what risk actually is. Mo uh, most of the things that we do have two possible outcomes. They might work or they might not. Being able to live with the possibility of either is essential if we're going to move forward. Mm. So what do you think about that? With that said, with all of that knowledge that we just dropped mm -hmm. onto your brain sickles, um, let's go back in time. Do you want to go back in time, James? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was that was really spot on. Yeah. Um, so a couple of years ago, three years ago, okay. um, we were in a very interesting point in life where we actually, so we got married, we moved to a different town. I got a big girl job, hated my freaking life. I was freaking like, it was intense. I was working 60 hour weeks. It was insane. Um, so after I quit that job and we ran out of money because 60 hour weeks does pay really well, but um, yeah, we ran out of money. And it shortens your life. <laughs> it does shorten, shorten your life. Um, we moved back to um, James's hometown and actually moved into his parents' house, which was a very interesting experience. Not Nothing against your parents, but I'm not trying to live with them again. I mean, being a husband and wife living in a parent's house is always going to be an interesting experience. Yeah, all of our belongings lived in a room. Luckily, my family's not insane. Yeah, they're not. That would have been very hectic. They're not too bad. They're okay. Um, no, but they're, they're fun. <laughs> they're fun, yeah. Um, I have so many stories to tell yeah. about your family. But so all of everything that we owned went from a one-bedroom apartment to a one-bedroom. Cooper lived with us. It was lucky that Cooper was actually allowed to sleep inside. We had to hustle James's dad into letting Cooper stay inside. Um, and it was, we actually had to, remember we used to put the, um, the what's it called? The noise machine. We put the noise machine oh, okay, on yeah. in the bedroom so Cooper didn't hear anything and bark at night. Yeah. Um, so that was a that was a very challenging point in our life. I was uh, cleaning houses and um, we at that point we kind of went, Okay, this town is not going to do it for us. Not with the goals that we have. <laughs> and we considered moving to New York City because there's a massive creator community there, or Salt Lake City, because we already had friends here. There is a creator community here, and, you know, 
adventure. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had probably two thousand. And it's cheaper. <laughs> and it's cheaper than New York City, a lot cheaper. We had like two thousand dollars to our name, and we were like, let's move across the country. And this was after we had already spent all of our money begun our adulthood like that oh, yeah. was our first trip to live in greenville mm-hmm. was us beginning our adulthood mm-hmm. we weren't supposed to come back home mm-hmm. we were we were we were being adults we were supposed we're to start there and then move up and do everything that we're you know doing now we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to how the hat you all right james i think yeah. he just had a seizure how to make money yeah it was so hard <laughs> that was to that the out. entire first part was how to make money but not just how to make money because making money is easy to do once you get a job pr- pretty easy in general to do it's making money and also doing it in a way that doesn't make you want to kill yourself right 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 so that balance was we could not find a way out of mm-hmm. that at that time so we finally got absolutely sick of greenville and then we we're just like we need to sort like we just need to kind of break off and start over yeah and so we that whole experience brought us down backwards backwards in terms of money Mm -hmm. to only having two thousand dollars yeah we like almost more than a lot of people have so that's great yeah but but it was not where we wanted to be (laughs) it was still pretty nerve-wracking and i like i once i get an idea in my head and it was it was probably my idea to move across the country wasn't it I think oh, it was, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, I, we both fiddled with it and we were both but in I was constant like, conversation, but but I think you were the one that really took it seriously. Yeah. So I went on Google Maps and I knew the area that we wanted to live in and I Googled, um, basically, I looked at shopping plazas and I just looked through them like, okay, I don't want to work at a department store. Oh, a bank. I could do that. I math real good. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I applied for a job. I ended up getting an interview. I researched that branch and found the manager. Um, and I found his Instagram profile. I found that he made YouTube videos. So heck yeah, I'm gonna mention the fact when they say, so why do you want to move to Utah? I'm gonna say, because I make YouTube videos and I'm really passionate about the internet. Mm-hmm. And I love the community that we've made and I like freaking, Dude, I could interview for NASA and become an astronaut tomorrow. You're a good interviewer. You're you're Humble good at brag. thinking on your feet when it comes to conversations yeah. like that. I could BS my way through a Target. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. You, you, I went from NASA to I, Target. I will get from the front of Target to the back and nobody's going to stop me. <laughs> um, so anyway, we moved across the country and that on paper was such a bad idea. Hmm. And I don't know how we made that decision. I don't know how we made the right decision there. Like looking back, it's still a bad decision. (laughs) If you have no money, don't move across the country. But we got a job, like we had some parameters. We knew, okay, one of us at least needs to get a job and the other person needs, once that yes happens, we need to be able to pull the trigger, move in two weeks and- Then get another job. And the other person needs to get a job within, what was it, two months. Yeah. That was like hard rules. Right, and the, I think what really helped us deal with that risk well mm-hmm. was that plan. Right. Not only because it actually made us functionally uh, operate in a way that would create what we're trying to create and not make us live under a bridge, Mm -hmm. but also mentally dealing with the insaneness of taking that risk that you're you're scared of is 
much easier when you develop a plan Mm -hmm. you develop something in your mind that you can hold on to as okay just take the next step right 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 that's why a plan is so important for our mental integrity yeah (laughs) is when and whenever i get in a place where i feel like everything's really hectic and i'm not sure what i'm going to do next Mm -hmm. me getting stepping away getting alone specifically Mm -hmm. for you it's a little bit different for me, I need getting, to talk it out, but right. James is an introvert. For me, so. getting alone in, in the quietest place imaginable or the the calmest place and letting my mind just decompress. And when my mind decompresses, it allows, it's almost like it becomes more porous and it allows the proper thoughts to come in mm-hmm. to make, to help me make a plan that I can go forth with in this stressful situation. Cause you can't unstressful the situation. Right. It's a, it's a, it's, it can be it risky. Is. It can be a, a, a scary situation, whatever you can't undo that. Right. But you can inject into it an exciting plan to yeah, deal yeah. with that. Remember when we moved here though, like when, like, I think we had maybe a weekend kind of off right mm-hmm. so we got to explore and visit our friends and whatever that and was then the only one <laughs> that was the only weekend off for a long time um and then james like i think it was maybe the monday that i started work james like starbucks hopped because james was a starbucks barista so right. that's a selling point for him and he went and he shook maybe like six hands all at once you yeah. went to like six Starbucks stores and was like, hey, I I'm was like going- Elastigirl. I, I stood in the middle of town and stretched my arms Ooh. out to six different star by. Mm, that sounds crazy. Yeah. Wow. I never knew you had that talent. Yeah. It hurt. Yeah. I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to like bend your bones and stuff. Anyway. Luckily, they have a great medical system here in Utah. Yeah. I think what's important because we did have somewhat of a plan. We had a fairly good plan now that I speak it out. Um, we knew our budget. We knew that all I think we- it was a, a very safe plan. I think we were, I think we were equipped to mm-hmm. do it well. Yeah. It was very it was scary though. One of the tough things was when you get an apartment, you have to put first month's rent down and then yeah. you have to do all of these things that are really expensive up front. So that took all of our money and I knew, and I don't, I've never asked anyone for a dollar. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to ask anybody for money i've had family offer me money and i just say no thank you Mm -hmm. now if they mail it to me then what am i gonna do Mm -hmm. but like we just we didn't have any help we Mm -hmm. didn't have any of our belongings how you get the resources just as important as having the resource i think right and we just we just hustled we didn't have any chairs the only thing that we had gosh it's like fond memories Mm -hmm. when we moved into the apartment we had an air mattress a pan because it's cheaper to cook your own food than to buy your own food. So we had an air, air mattress, a pan, and Cooper's dog food. And the question is, which one did we sleep on? Which one did we cook on? And which one did we eat? We ate Cooper. <laughs> we ate Cooper. <laughs> he looked at us like, oh, dear what? God. Um, but that was like, that was humble beginnings. One, one thing I was going to say just very quickly to the point that we were just touching on, and the reason I say this is because when I say things, I remember to say them in the future. I heard this profound uh, statement today about giving somebody money who doesn't know how to manage money. Mm-hmm. It's like pouring sand in their hand. It will just fall through their fingers and go away. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I thought that was amazing. I think, yeah, for sure. So I, the way that you get money, the way that you appreciate the money you get, and the way you manage your money once you get it, dude, is more important than having the money in for the sure. first place. A thousand percent, yes. I I think that we wouldn't be where we are right now if we were just, you're so annoying, if we were just handed a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. I think we would have, I mean, we were. I got hit by a semi-truck. I got a bunch of money. And we, we didn't. Knew, we knew the value of it. We knew the value of yeah. it, but we didn't really know the value of it. I think now if we mm. were handed, let's just say $400,000. That's a good point. I think that we would know the value of it for sure. And we would be a bit more wise. But even now, 10 years, like if we were handed $400,000 right now versus yeah. 10 years from now, 10 years from now, we would manage it a thousand times better than we would right now. But right. right. The question is like, how much differently will we look at investing right. our money then and the way that we would invest our money compared mm-hmm. to now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how we maybe would have done it when we were 16 or so. Right. You would just spend mm-hmm. it on coffee. You were very smart getting a car though. Yeah. That thing has served us well. Yes. And when we moved here, we only had one car. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that we planned was, okay, where are we going to live? Um, It has to be close to where I work because I'm going to probably be working most of the hours Mm -hmm. um, because James... I value James's creativity over my creativity. I'd much rather you be creative and me work a day job than me because I think you have the discipline and you're just way more creative than me. I just... I just get all the opportunities and then give them to James. Well, and also I was, my skill set at that point. is not a lucrative one. Led No, it led me to doing part-time jobs yeah. because I had already gotten part-time jobs at Starbucks. Right. The uh, bank. I had, I have a skill set that is very useful right, and right, we're right. realizing that now, mm-hmm. obviously, but, uh, but what my point at that is, time it was harder to get into that space. Whereas right. for you, you had a skill set that could quickly get you a nice full time. I could math real good in ma- yeah in, in mathing. math in mathing. Um. Anyway, we just had to plan everything to the T. And my whole point in saying this is, yes, be very strategic, but take the risks because none of this would have happened if we would have stayed in james's hometown shout Mm. out to the hometown that james was birthed in um but i think like we it like i said in the beginning it 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 does not make sense that it worked the way it did but the fact that we put ourselves in a position to do Mm. something that could make or break us Mm -hmm. and then we're like okay well moving back's not an option because we won't have any money to do that Mm -hmm. we didn't have a safety net so we had to execute you had to get out we only had a weekend of like fun i wonder how much that played into us actually succeeding i think the fact that like we're two thousand miles from home like we can't just we can't just get there and go wow we didn't uh we didn't quite get our ducks in a row there let's go back yeah you know i think something similar happened to us about six months ago we started freelancing completely full-time, both mm-hmm. of us, um, in the summer of 2018. James took the step first. I was still at the bank. The bank was the safety net. And then I cut ties with the bank. Still good homies with everybody there. But I don't work at that bank anymore. Um, and we, personally, I look back on last summer and I think we spent a lot of money. I don't think I was as wise as I could have been. But... You live and you learn value of money, whatever. But that we, us- that we we this is like our money goes up and down. So it's like when we get up, we're we, like we're let's like, buy everything. Oh my gosh, date night, woo! Yeah, you know, and 
it's funny how that shifts yeah. that dynamic but now because we had that experience of six months ago of almost running out of money again mm-hmm. um we have we can be even more wise with our money mm-hmm. and more mm-hmm. strategic with it but the problem with money for us has always been income it's always been trying to make the income go up I think we Isn't that everybody's overall, problem with money though. Well, no, I think a lot of people what they do is they spend way too much beyond their means in general. Mm. Um and and they also don't bring up their income, mm-hmm. but it's more about their lack of ability to manage the money. I think for us the emphasis is put what what's in the forefront for us is the making the income go up yeah we're good at managing you're good at yeah you do a but fantastic you have to job be, at managing our money but from what i'm saying is i have to make mistakes in order to be a better manager of our money sure and i think last summer i made a lot of mistakes personally because mm-hmm. it's like yo i'm a full-time youtuber now bro let's travel let's do all these things i took opportunities that were good opportunities we got 900 subbies whoa <laughs> <laughs> uh, like there i took some opportunities that were good opportunities but they costed me a lot of money Mm. but it's like it could pay off and it just didn't pay off so Mm. being able to weigh those pros and cons i think is very smart but my point in saying that is i feel like we learn these lessons all the time and Mm. we get even better but the risks that we take obviously they're starting to become greater Mm. definitely we got a two-bedroom apartment that was a really big risk Mm. And when we took it, we were in a position where kind of like when we moved here, it's like, dude, we are running out of money, bro. Mm -hmm. Why are we getting this nice apartment? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, we have to just do say yes and make it work. Mm -hmm. And I, it's such a romantic way to go about it, but I don't think like, I don't think everybody should do that. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. I'm not saying that we're like special, but I think that we have the experience of being able oh my gosh siri stop listening to me get out of here come on she's just like i said experience she's so always listening how what part she's of so ex- pretentiously always listening yeah weirdo um anyway weigh the pros and cons have a detailed plan our plan when we moved here was okay we are making money that's mm-hmm. great now we need to diversify and we need to go so hard on diversification mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i was telling james i i'm very <laughs> i say yes to a lot of things mm-hmm. um and i think that a lot of people need to say no more mm-hmm. and i think for me where i'm at personally this needs to be the year of yes mm. just to diversify just to You've have those, a lot of opportunities through yeses through yeses yeah. and i just need to get a bucket list of people like i just need to get that sounded weird i need to get a whole lot of people in my back pocket say yes hey do you need and if i have to say no like for example yesterday somebody needed me to design something Mm -hmm. guys i'm not a designer i i mean but i might be (laughs) but i might be but i can and i can get by but i should know my limits and yesterday somebody needed something due in like 48 hours and i knew okay i number one don't have the time for it Mm. so i quoted them a price that was super high that i knew they would say no to Mm. and then i was very honest with them and say okay this is how much i think i'm worth for this project but to be completely honest i don't want to charge you that amount and you get subpar work because Mm. i'm not experienced with traditional 
design. I don't know very much about bleeds. I could get by. Like integrity. I like it. I think like if we had Cheers to integrity. Yeah, bro. Ding. We break the glasses. That's terrible. Like hold on the bottom so we can have some resonance. No, I don't wanna Oh God. Let's just not do we that. We need anymore. new glasses. Um so if we were in a position where we really needed money, I think I would have charged a lower price and then just done the work to get the project done mm. and get it designed well. And we're not in that place right now, thankfully. Mm. So I could say no to it, mm. but I didn't say no. I said, look, I don't know if I'm a great fit, but I will find a good designer for you. I will help mm. you guys find a designer that has the experience. Mm. And so that's kind of me saying yes to everything, but sometimes mm. saying no. I say all of that to say right now is the I it just blows my mind that like this wouldn't have happened if we would have just stayed in our comfort zone Mm -hmm. like do you ever think of that like I want Hmm. people to very strategically get out of their comfort zone because if like your location in specific isn't working for you a lot of times it's not your location it's just you Mm -hmm. but I think we came to the consensus of all of the opportunity is in this place. James and I right now are just chasing opportunity mm. and we're chasing opportunity while we build ourselves. And one day the opportunity will come to us and we will be equipped. We'll have the experience. Mm-hmm. We will know how to manage the money because money needs to be managed guys mm-hmm. get over it. Um, it's yeah. One of the things I will say is that if you are, if you're taking huge risks, mm-hmm. like us getting the apartment or like us moving, it is sort of the flip-flop of the way that you think it works, where you think that when you level up in life is when you've done a certain amount of work, you get some sort of reward and you level up, right? Mm-hmm. You're like in video games, Whee! you practice a skill long enough like if it's like an RPG, you practice a skill long in a role-playing game. So, okay. okay. Um, Is that you what, know RPG? what MMO means? I thought RPG was like guns and stuff. Uh, it Rounds can per be, gun. It can be, but it's like a game where you, like, it's like a game where you remember RuneScape? Yeah. That's an RPG. Where you you're run, like you the person. You run around, you have to, yeah, you're a person, you, you run around, you have to level up all of your skills. Like in RuneScape, you have like, like 25 30 skills or so okay and you level all of them up through doing different things okay so it's a, it's like a strategy game in that sense uh so you think that you level up like if you want to level up your your mining skill you go mine stuff for an hour right mm-hmm. you level up your fishing you go fish some anchovies and shrimp and stuff okay oh, we're still talking nostalgia. about runescape right yeah well yeah but runescape but also life in general i so, liked to play sonic Sonic Heroes, Sonic Heroes. Now in that one, because I never played Sonic, in that one was that the little side scroller thing where you turn into a ball and you whoop and then you shoot across the map. Oh, he because wasn't had... a side scroller. He was a hedgehog, James. I know, but it's a side scroller, meaning that. It... Sorry. Would you? Sorry, every God. Sorry. Have you so ever sorry. done a freaking podcast? Don't <laughs> you know the first rule is not to like slam the mic down. Stop destroying my confidence. <laughs> um. <laughs> Side scroller means it goes like it's two dimensional and it goes past like Mario, right? Okay. It's a side it scrolls from the side. Okay. So there's some Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog games, where there's side scrollers and there's some there that think full 3D. Anyway, um, 
that's cool that you like that game. What I was gonna say, <laughs> such a jerk. <laughs> what I was gonna, I'm say, sure that game is very I'm sure nice. It meant a lot to you. Uh, <laughs> your hand. With my by myself. <laughs> SNL. Look that up. Uh, how would they look that up? Um, type in with my by myself or probably or Gilly. Gilly. Her name is Gilly, and she's at it again. Knock knock. Who's there? It's Gilly. She. It's me. She had very small hands. Uh, so in life, you anticipate that it's going to be like you do some work and then you level up, right? Okay. Now, what tends to actually happen is when you have, you, you, you incrementally grow through the work. Okay. But when you actually have breakthroughs, as we've listed on our notes here. Can you not knock your computer <laughs> off the table, please? When you actually have these tremendous, tremendous, just absolutely tremendous I love tremendic. moments mm -hmm. is when you push yourself way out of your comfort zone yeah, really quickly and in an, a very intense way. I just feel like this is really bad advice though. Like for example, <laughs> if you like, I think of people who go to like a Tony, Ro one of those Tony Robbins conferences oh, yeah, and they can't get a breakthrough in life. Well, he said, he the points 14 at them, foot Paul, tall man. makes them stand up break up with their girlfriend break up with and like girlfriend. makes them face all of their issues in front of the entire crowd at once this huge emotional experience this big out of comfort zone experience i'm sorry that's where the leveling I'm... up and that's where the breakthrough yeah comes hold on from stop right there i just need okay. to okay i just need to acknowledge that was a really bad tony robbins impression go ahead i didn't uh, want people thinking that like i was okay with that oh okay i don't know how to make my voice like you're you're, you're like deep. rebuking yourself for such yeah. a bad impression. I apologize. Go ahead with your. It's hard to do his voice, Go especially on. if you're a woman. James, drop the knowledge for he... me. So the breakthroughs come when you make big decisions and big moments of emotional and uh, financial opportunity, security, like moments like... of a big shifting opportunity. Mm -hmm. With with those are also very risky moments. Yeah. Those are also um, moments that you would avoid if you didn't want to like get out of bed and change your life that day. Mm -hmm. A lot of times those moments come from you being very uncomfortable, which is something that made us move here, mm -hmm. right? When you get to a place, you will be complacent in life until life makes you uncomfortable enough. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Spitting. I'm spitting straight proverbs fire today you know are you okay because i feel like there's knowledge coming out of your mouth and that's not normal it burns it burns uh do you have a stinging sensation <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, these, you didn't really know what to go after big, the stinging <laughs> sensation joke did you these big um stds are very serious by the way gosh james these big shifts in your life are where you actually have those level up breakthrough moments yeah um, I just cannot, I feel like... Us moving to a new apartment is what made us level up into this new level of focus and productivity that we weren't in before, even though we felt like we were in a great place of focus and productivity before. I've, Each time you take those huge steps, you adapt your actions mm -hmm. to meet the new place that you've put yourself in. Yeah. And, and isn't it interesting how the opportunities don't necessarily come when you're in that place of comfort? For example, 
when I quit the bank, mm. I got so many opportunities. And it's like, yeah. I would ask myself. It doesn't make any sense it, that it happened that way. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. I would ask myself like, dude, why couldn't this happen six months ago? So I would have racked up my savings account. Mm-hmm. Why does this have to happen now? And I mean, I'm not Thanks, complaining. Thanks, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeet. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I get stoked about it. And I wonder what that next thing is for us. What's that like? It's next probably really uncomfortable jump. Yeah, it's probably gonna be. I gonna move to Tokyo or something. We would be close closer to my brother. We would. Um, it's probably gonna be like not doing freelancing anymore. But I think we're we're getting we, a job. <laughs> what? I think uh, we're a bit a ways away from that, and I'm okay with that. I think right now is an interesting time for us because we're kind of refining everything that we do. We're refining our process. We're refining exercise. You see these muscles, guys? Hashtag school. Um, you hear these muscles, guys? Hmm. Um, anyway. What do muscles sound like? Do you, my muscles need WD-40, James? They're, they're like, as they squeeze, the, all the tendons like tense up, and I picture that sound being like, mm. right? Yeah, no. Not at all. That's really offensive. That's like if your muscles are 90 years old. I'm a young 20. No, if your muscles are 90 years old, it sounds like. No, no, no. It sounds like this. (laughs) Just powder comes out. Um, Any, what the heck was I talking about? I don't know. You weren't listening? Dang it. Okay. Don't. Okay, on three. I just look at the wall behind. Let's just take. Let's just take a break because I feel like we've been really talking about some deep stuff. On three, let's say a number. Between one and twenty. Ready? One, 19. two. James. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Uh, what are they, part are you of said on th- the count of three? What part of on three don't you understand? I'm sorry. Okay. So you just threw a lot of numbers at once. This is why I, I never worked at the bank. <laughs> okay, on three, let's do a number between one and thirty-five. Okay. okay. One, two, three. 19. Seventeen. You can't say the same number. No, we're not. Put your hands down. Okay, on three. We say a color. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Gray. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to do that. Um, so what the heck? I feel like we're giving people bad advice. Well, this is just, I, I was just this is just advice from my our own personal experience. I think it is a good idea, but I cannot. Or it, it, let me finish that sentence. I think it is a good idea to take risks and take life-changing risks, move across the country if you need to, but do plan. I cannot express mm. how much you should plan. When we Calculate. Yeah, when we drove here, and because I, I don't want people to think that we were just reckless and we just moved across the country. This was a very like serious decision that we did. Yeah. We were going to move away from everything that we knew. Right. Um, one of the things that we did for the road trip, our my job was to keep costs as low as possible. So we got a which makes for just a a fun road trip, just a party of a time. We had a good time. James. We did. We had a great time, but it's like, <laughs> like that was okay. You everything's in the cooler. <laughs> yeah. So we we bought a cooler. Actually, we didn't buy a cooler. We had a cooler and it broke. So James's dad gave us a cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like 
a really big deal. So we... Um, My throat just made the sound of like a lizard person. That was weird. That's disgusting. We had a cooler, so all of our food was pretty much taken care of for breakfast and for lunch. For dinner, we would go out to eat because we would need a big meal for dinner to like... Uh-huh last us the but we did go out there yeah we went to chipotle but even when we did that oh, i had true. i had yeah. coupons we didn't true. just go out to eat willy-nilly yeah we like went out and i was like okay free guac for this mm-hmm. um let's get chips and then the chips will be our snack while we're driving right. um there was one time where we um we had cereal for breakfast because some of the hotels didn't have <laughs> Um, I do remember that we were in a Walmart parking that lot was, eating cereal. That's one for of my breakfast. that's one of my favorite memories. Yeah, we um I think the hotel that we were at didn't have a continental breakfast, mm. and we had cereal for breakfast. Yeah, we had a yeah we like, had a bowl full of cereal. That was balling. It was it was but it was like sugary cereal too. Was no no no, no I had the we have O's. I thought I had the bran flake things. No, I think we had O's. Oh, I know that I had O's. I haven't had cereal in so long. It's great. Can't wait. Yeah gluten has not been your friend lately i need to yeah i need to go get a good gluten-free cereal with healthy things in it 17 dollar cereal just of so chia just seeds not circles of, just a bunch oh, of chia seeds that sounds gross it's like eating a bunch of sand anyway we we really budgeted really well i have the note um on my phone still i keep it there because it's like mapped out every single stop every single dog park that we were going to stop at because mm-hmm. we had cooper with us and if you don't know cooper you should get to know him because he's a fantastic little animal he's full of energy like he's he's unbelievable how much energy he has when mm-hmm. he's tired he'll just keep running i don't know what's wrong with him i think there's a disconnect in his brain but we needed to find places because cooper was going to be in a car for eight hours mm-hmm. so every four hours we would stop and just throw the ball with cooper and he would just fetch one of my favorite memories from that trip was driving through kansas oh, out of all places about. when we stopped off on that field it was like a field of wind turbines and we just played with cooper we have mm-hmm. pictures of it and i think Remember it, he got all the pokies in his foot? That was so sad. He got pokies. I think people call them stickers or something. Yeah, stickers. They're called pokies, though. I, was, I always called them stickers growing up, but you converted me. Yeah. So he would get pokies in his foot for some reason. There were a lot of pokies in the area. I'm feeling nostalgic at this point. Yeah. Wow. It's like, it's really good memories. And I think the benefit of kind of coming from that spot mm-hmm. and having to like really grind and like work super, super hard to get to like your next step Mm. is in the middle of it, it really sucks. Mm. But looking back on it, those little things that kind of sucked about it were really fun. Except for that motel that we stayed at in Denver, that one, there was like, there was a pill bottle and like a razor on the ground. And I was like, get me out of here. Yeah, yeah, we were like, hey, let's not come back to this one. Yeah, (laughs) we drove across the country with gas included for about $500. So for gas, Mm. hotel, food, we did five days across the country, like, because mm-hmm. we wanted to, like, have a good time. Mm-hmm. We're we're all about those vlogs. Well, actually, I'll link the playlist below because I, it's really badly, badly. It's really poorly color graded. So my apologies <laughs> that everything is pink for some reason. I don't know what was going on there. Um, but all our memories are very pink. We think yeah. we have some sort of uh, neurotransmitter problem. Yeah. Um, so but the medical really, system in utah is great <laughs> stupid uh really planned 
every single big decision that you do plan it out so so hard just get so hard with your plannings bro i'll add two things to that if i can remember the second one by the time i finish the first one one being dang it i just forgot the first one oh uh, <laughs> so it's I, like when you bring it up that you're gonna forget it that's when you forget it okay so i was talking about being strategic it was well first off i'll just say that the oh he forgot it again <laughs> well okay i'll say that it that it's very rewarding to put yourself in those positions that are so incredibly challenging going through that season of change and mm-hmm. and trauma <laughs> that is that is a place that reminds us that perhaps our job is to learn how to weather the storms of life of life better mm-hmm. all the lives of alternate universes all of them uh, weather the storms of life better so that when you're in that position, you have a strong foundation to make even those moments be rewarding and fun and so that you can look back at them fondly and not thinking of how horribly you treated the person you were with or Mm -hmm. um, how stressed out you were when you didn't need to be and everything actually worked out in the end. Remember that was like the first big thing that we did together that didn't like explode the first time we did it james and i are notorious Mm. whenever we try something new whenever we try to go on a new trip or something it just something goes wrong that was the first time that like nothing really went wrong that was really nice Mm -hmm. that was i think that was the funnest thing that we've done so far and then afterwards i went to seattle and went Mm. to vlogger fair hung out with some friends but Mm. um, but so so going through that you want to focus on your character in the midst of those things yeah because just like planning focusing on your character in the midst of the storms of life allows you to focus on not the circumstances but the way you respond to those circumstances oh yeah that makes things easier it makes things more fulfilling and rewarding and and it it helps you create uh, it helps you actually do inject better things into the world when you're in the midst of that right i thought for me i thought you were going to say the same thing that i was going to say but you didn't and that just really ruined our chemistry uh so for me what i want to do in those situations with you is i want to come out the other end and for you to say for you to have an experience with me that i was you know i was put together (laughs) i was I was gonna. I was taking care of us in the ways that I needed to. Mm-hmm. That I was emotionally stable. That all of these things, where you can then be inspired from that, right? To to be better yourself. So the way that you handle the situation, you you can you can really make a situation have a better outcome by the way you handle it. Oh yeah, for sure. And so that's how you deal in the 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 situation where things are the season of trial. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that you plan for is the last thing i have to say and then you can say whatever you want good because i've been i've been wanting to say this one thing okay um get to it james the second thing are you going to forget it because you can go ahead and say it if you're going to forget it what's hard is when you're talking i'm not listening because i'm trying to remember it yeah it's tough (laughs) so can i say it really quick go ahead one of the things that i i like about these really deal breaker kind of decisions the kind of things that oh, you're such an idiot. like you should just 
not do that. If you're listening to this, James, every so often he framed the shot poorly, so he's he likes to lean outside of the shot. The shot, great. Yeah, except for the fact that I have way more space behind me. Anyway, what I was gonna say, I love you. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) that's nice. Um, I it's it's good to have gone through that fire because now whenever we make any other decisions that are really really big you know what we made it work out we, yeah we did that thing where we drove across the country that one time yeah we, yeah we moved across the country for opportunity and had no money and we just thought it was a good decision so you know what if we could get through that we can get through almost anything mm-hmm. there was a so far knock on wood i forget who it was but there was a guy who was trying some crazy thing on he's a skateboarder i think he was trying some crazy thing on the mega ramp and Somebody asked him why. I just, it's funny. I just remember what happened. I don't remember anything about the details. Um, They asked him why he did it Mm -hmm. and why, oh, he had a sprained or broken ankle. I think it was probably. While he did it? Yeah, his ankle was in a bad way while Mm -hmm. he was going to do this trick. And they were talking, they were saying why. Did he wear a helmet? And I think so. Because, I mean, he was on mega ramp. You go way up in the air. Uh, so they asked him why. Like four feet? At least seven. Okay. They asked him why. Okay. And he said, because, for, for myself, because I know if I can overcome this mm-hmm. with my ankle hanging off, <laughs> I will remember this in the future when my next challenge comes. Yeah. And I thought that was amazing. Wow, that's, that's so really profound. really amazing way to look at life. You can... You can s- pull on that in so many different situations in life that are difficult, right? Right. Whenever you're going to do something that makes you scared, it's going to be the rest of the podcast. We're balancing our fingers upon one another. Uh, Whenever you're doing something that makes you really scared and something you might just, maybe you just would hope, you would like if it just didn't happen in your life. Right. um, That mindset is a good way to deal with it where it's, it's, I, I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to handle this well. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm so inspired right now. Let's just move to Australia where (laughs) all the internet connection is bad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So the the last thing I wanted to say was that when it comes to planning a trip like this, we were talking about, you know, planning it well, Mm -hmm. calculating is something that will help. Uh, One of the things that will, will keep people from... Uh, beginning the process of doing something risky mm-hmm. is that they don't really they're daunted by the thought of even planning the thing so what I would say is what planning what is a good idea to make planning look like is to calculate as much as possible until all that's left is doing the, it no until all oh. that's left is the thing that you can't control right there there will be risk something might go wrong Mm -hmm. and you want to get rid of all of the the stuff in the way of getting to okay i've planned everything i can there is this there's this uh potential risk in front of me Mm -hmm. but i can't do anything about that i've i've put myself in the absolute best position to deal with this um 
to deal with this season that's coming. Yeah. I've planned as much as possible. And what is left is the actual true risk mm-hmm. <laughs> and the actual true potential. You can and then Oh, go. Well, again. Ah! James. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go... What makes you think that that's a good idea? Because I think it's hilarious. To scream. <laughs> um, then you go. Then you go to battle. Then uh-huh. you then you wrestle with that risk and potential, and try to come out on top and have a grand old time. Yeah, battles. They're yep. fun. Um, I think that's profound. That was like the smartest thing you've ever said, James. Out of all, I felt pretty good about some of the things I just said. No, that but that one wins. Really? Yeah. Thank like you. I have got a token. Here you go. Oh my gosh. Chuck E. Cheese's. Ooh. Is Chuck E. Cheese still a thing? I remember when I went to Chuck E. Cheese that the playground felt huge, but then you go back and you're an adult and it's like it's like thirty inches tall and there's like a <laughs> You wanna hear a story the, about the Chuck E. Cheese? Like the size of this table. So for those of you who don't know, James was and is my first boyfriend. Very nice. My mom was pretty strict. But um I remember the last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese. Remember when we sat down at Zaxby's and read the Bible? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stop it. So that was that was a stressful I, one. I, that's, that's such that's a like funny li- memory to me. That's like a Hallmark moment. Hallmark, like yeah. television, no, Lifetime Television for Women. <laughs> she had a Bible and then... She had notes from... And then uh, leaning on the chair beside her was... She had Jesus on one side and a shotgun on the other. <laughs> it was so funny. She had notes from church, like on the pamphlet that you get from church. She wrote all the notes. So she obviously wasn't listening to the sermon. <laughs> anyway. Um, she had a mission. She had a mission. She had to make what sure her about? girl okay. was taken care of. Yeah. Um, so... When the last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese, I ran into this kid that I knew from elementary school and he was convinced that we were boyfriend and girlfriend. And I remember telling James like, hey, I just want to let you know. Chuck E. Cheese romance. (laughs) I think that you're not my first boyfriend. And he was like, what do you mean you think? It's like, there's some kid that told me that I was his girlfriend and I don't know. (laughs) I was like, it was a kid that I knew, but I haven't, I didn't see for like three years. You know that South Carolina is a two-party consent state, right? No, this was in Florida. So, oh, Florida. Oh, then, yeah. All 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 bets are out the window. Yeah, there are no rules in Florida. If somebody says you're their, you're their uh, romantic partner, you have no say in the matter. Yeah. Which is, I mean, we really need to reform our justice system. Yeah, definitely. Um, So profound wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, Take risks. Be calculated about the risks that you take. Weigh your pros and cons so hard. We almost moved to San Francisco (laughs) this summer. Yeah. Uh, And And then we realized very quickly, let's try to avoid that a lot. Because it's the most expensive place to live. It was the most expensive place. In America, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't move to San Francisco, especially because we've never visited, but we were considering it. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We we just realized we probably would not be as happy there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But... I mean, like there are no like next next week we might move to San Francisco. Next next summer we might be living in New York City. Honestly, we don't know what we're doing with our lives. And I wouldn't have it any other way. That's not true. I would rather know what I'm doing. And last <laughs> but not least, don't smoke crack. But if you do, it's okay because Utah has a great medical system. <laughs> I think that's a great place to leave it off. <laughs> All right. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, it was do, a very... Do, do, do. Thank you, James. It was a very... It was, uh, shut up. 
what was that song yeah it's elevator it music from- I, I only know it as elevator music that's on youtube youtube uh, yeah i think it's from youtube okay so search that song. i'm gonna have to find that because you I always do my that. outro we're out you have started asking me questions i was just singing a song fam we you are gonna kept going we are out here trying to be professional screaming in your ear AF, and you're just talking like guys i apologize for everything you just listened to um <laughs> asmr asmr <laughs> okay i'm sorry that was that was that was way across the line um yeah take risks be calculated do the things that make you happy and excited even if you've got people telling you that's probably not a good decision if you know gosh this seems like such bad this seems like such bad advice but trust yourself really trust yourself what your first like instinct is is probably the right one if you're mm-hmm. going gosh i want to move across the country but it's probably a bad idea mm-hmm. maybe it's a bad idea trust your gut but also question your gut mm-hmm. but also get advice from others but also don't, but don't listen, listen to, to others. <laughs> <laughs> um we don't know what we're talking about this is just our experience please don't sue us um yeah guys thank you so much for listening if you haven't yet subscribed and this is something that you're interested in creativity excuse me i have to cough if you're interested in creativity and interested in james and i rambling about smoke and crack um (laughs) subscribe because i'd love to go on a journey with Mm -hmm. you guys go on a reviews are good too Oh, yeah, they say that reviews are good. I don't, mm-hmm. the podcast analytics, let's just get meta for a second. We've got some time. Um, the podcast analytics dashboard is really weird. You don't actually know how many people are subscribed to you. Apple and like all of the platforms, they don't release that information, which is odd. I don't know why. Um, you just know how many people listen. Mm-hmm. But what we do know is people that leave reviews. And I actually want to read one. Let's just leave it off at the end with a good old thank you from somebody that has actually left a review. Somebody that's a homie. I thought it was James's mom, but it's not your mom. Mm -hmm. She said that it wasn't her. So I'm going to read it. Um, Boy's mom, 9094. You guys are adorable. Thanks. Uh, I've learned so much from you guys. You and you keep making. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I can't read. (laughs) I've never read a whole book. Let me start over. You guys are adorable. Exclamation point. Um, I have learned so much from you guys. And did she you... say um in the gosh, James? <laughs> Let me start over. Get together, Christina. <laughs> Audible. Uh, you guys are adorable. I've learned so much from you guys, and you make me laugh! Exclamation point. Keep the great content coming. Whoever the thank heck you, whoever the heck you are, thank you so much. You're too kind. I thought you were James's mom, but you're not James's mom. And I just want to say hi and thanks. And if you're listening to this I right love now. You. Love you so much. Um, so if you guys leave a review, we'll read it at the end of a podcast. I think that'd be a fun tradition mm-hmm. to keep. I think that's good. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So just like the water. I need at least one person to leave a review so we have something to read tomorrow. <laughs> Not tomorrow. Dang it. Next week. Anyway, goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.